Welcome back to the Celebrity Death Pool podcast. My name is Bethany. I am your host, and I have with me my good friend Brad. What's up, Brad? Hello. Dude, it's been like three months since we've been together. (laughs) Right. We have been busy. We've been really busy. Um, We have no excuse for not recording other than we've been busy. We've got stuff going on. We're both parents. We both have full-time jobs. It's, you know, it's tough sometimes to do this. But (laughs) um, I was going back through the list. And travel. I've been traveling. Yes, there's travel. Yes, I... uh, I went to Disneyland and I went to Yosemite earlier this summer. That was our kickoff to summer. Have you ever been to Yosemite? I haven't been to Yosemite, but I went to, since the last recording, I went to Mexico, Los Angeles, and New York. So I am apparently a little bit of a globetrotter. There you go. See, we've been busy kids. There's stuff. At least in North America. (laughs) There's stuff going on. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, So I was going back through and I was looking at the list of folks that we haven't covered because when we last met in March, it was pretty slow. I mean, it was a pretty slow kickoff to the year. There really wasn't a lot of action. I don't really remember, but I'm almost positive there weren't any points awarded yet. Um, And then, and I got to be honest, there's not, we don't really have a whole lot going on right now as far as points are concerned either. Um, But that doesn't mean that there haven't been a lot of celebrities that have died. So just right. looking at the list of, you know, on our Facebook page, um, we have members that always post people that have died. So let me grab my, hold on, let me grab my list here. So the names of the people that have died that I just scribbled down, and this is not an all-inclusive list, but the ones that I just scribbled down, Robert Blake, um, Lance Reddick, Keith Nail, Lynn, uh, Lynn Goodman, Harry Belafonte, Jerry Springer, Tina Turner, um, Jackie Zeman from General Hospital. If anybody ever had a mom or a grandma and you stayed at home with them in the summer, chances are you know who Zach, Jackie Zeman is. Um, the Iron Sheik, Pat Robertson. I'm, I know I'm missing some folks. There were... Um, you know what? You missed, did you say Christy McVie? And Jim well, Brown. Christy, Christy McVie died in November of last year. Oh, okay. I was just going through the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, 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 but I get it. Okay. So Jim Brown, uh, along with the Iron Sheik, we lost Bushwhacker Bob Butch Miller. Yeah. Uh, Treat Williams. Actor. And then he, he just died I, pretty recently, too. Yeah. He died in April. And I know that uh, Adam Rich died in January, but they just released this week the cause of death, which was an o- overdose of fentanyl, which oh. is even more sad. That's sad. We had some local celebrities that died. As If anybody has listened to the show before, you know that Brad and I are based out of St. Louis. Um, Mike Shannon, longtime broadcaster for the St. Louis Cardinals, passed away. Um, and again, if you're local, you'll know that Becky queen of carpets passed away recently as well. And along with, uh, Mike Shannon, um, the sports writer, Rick Hummel, who had been a legendary sports writer, even inducted into the baseball hall of fame's broadcasting section. He also passed away. So the beloved St. Louis Cardinals lost two legends in the last few months. Two big ones. Now, I'm. it's no secret I could give two shits about baseball. I am not a baseball fan. I know that anybody in St. Louis that hears that will easily run me out of town because this is a baseball town. 
Um, so I wasn't very upset by any of that, but I know a lot of people were. I was, you know, I guess I get nostalgic because the voice of summer, at least in the Midwest, not just St. Louis, was Jack Buck and Mike Shannon. And so it's like, those are gone. Those those familiar sounds and voices of your youth are gone, which obviously happens with all of this as actors and musicians and other celebrities from our past pass on. But that one was more personal just because, you know, just you'd turn on the radio and that's just what you would hear all over growing up. I get it. I totally get it. So yeah, um, long list, very long list. We are definitely not going to go through all of them because this would be a 12 hour podcast and (laughs) nobody got time for that. So let's hit some of the highlights. Let's hit some of the big ones. Um, for me, and I could be wrong, but I'm, and I don't want to mow your lawn here, but I think out of everybody that we just listed, probably the biggest one for me was Jerry Springer. I would have to agree. It's probably between Jerry Springer and Tina Turner. Okay. Just because I would say probably Tina Turner because she was the biggest name. Right. Um, but also, you know, being a St. Louisan, uh, she actually got started with Ike Turner in East St. Louis. They used to right. play all around St. Louis before they hit the road. And so there's even a Tina, a separate Tina and Ike Turner. It's not on the same star, but on our local walk of fame, they both have stars. So yeah. it was the biggest, but it definitely had a tie to our hometown. Yeah, absolutely. So much so. Um, my chiropractor, I was at my chiropractor, I think the day or two after she passed away. And he told me that Ike Turner's nephew is actually a patient of his. So I know. So again, local connection, they're here. Yeah. So, so it is a big deal. She hasn't lived in the States though, for a thousand years. Oh God, no. She's living in Switzerland and yeah. And, um, I still think that, you know, it was probably a surprise to a lot that, you know, she did pass away um, because you didn't ever hear anything about her. You didn't know, you know, so again, you know, we've said this before, but like celebrities are frozen in time. So to me, she was, you know, 50 years old in a hot, you know, mini skirt and dancing around. And I'll bet a billion dollars that that's not exactly at all what was happening in Switzerland. So, so um, I mean, for me, being more of a rock and roll guy, I never obviously went and saw Tina Turner live. But what sticks out for me for her is I was actually at a conference out of town. And when I walked in to kill the time as people are filing in, they put a Tina Turner concert on the big screen. Okay. And I just found myself watching it going, oh, my God, this She's is really good. Yeah, she was yes. captivating for and sure. I think that's probably the only thing I remembered or got out of that convention. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But um, you know what? I need to see her live if I ever have a chance. And unfortunately, I didn't and I never will. But I think she was. Dude. But you know what? She lived an incredible life. I mean, she walked away from everything and not only built herself up, but squashed Ike. I mean, right. definitely. If he, was, if, he, if he was mad when they were married, I can just imagine when she yeah. was the charts and started making gajillions. Yeah. That is, I know like the kids like to talk around, you know, like toss around the the phrase that they're so brave, um, you know, <laughs> these days. But in all honesty, no shade aside, 
that she was the definition of bravery to give it you all almost want to pull those say, fuck him and get out yeah you, you almost want to pull those kids aside and say oh, okay let me show you how brave she was first i'm gonna right? get the shit out of you and then i'm gonna okay. rape you and i'm gonna take right. everything you have and now go off and try to make a thing right that's brave and she gave him two <laughs> middle fingers and said watch and did just that so yeah oh my so. absolutely and you she... know what she did really good in mad max her, oh, her acting debut go. in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome, yep. Um, so yeah, so she she passed away. We actually did award some points for that. So because of Tina Turner, Sarah Jane is now tied for first place because she actually had her as her wine house. So oh, good for her. She I must know. have known something none of us did. She came out of Sarah Jane came out of nowhere and now she's tied for first place. So um the next one, like I said, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer to me is the epitome of trash '90s talk show. Oh, and he was he was the the best. I mean, everyone tried it. to everyone tried to copy him. He was but nobody could. It it was for the kids listening. You will never understand. One, you will never really understand '90s trash TV. Maury today, and I don't even think Maury's still on anymore. Oh, but... he's still on. He's still okay. on. So that is about as close as you're going to get to it. And it really doesn't even hold a candle. And I will even say that I, in my 20s, ponied up the cash and bought the uncensored Jerry Springer <laughs> VHS tapes, not even DVD, VHS, VHS tapes to watch because I was that invested in transvestite midgets who sleep with your mom, or I was a drug addict and, you know, now I'm a hooker or whatever they were. I was a hundred percent in <laughs> and loved it. Loved I, it. I, ha I have a friend from high school who was on the show on stage as a guest as a guest <gasps> and the topic was something of the effect of my friend has a sexy job i don't agree with so i guess it was a friend of his who maybe she was a stripper or did stuff like that and he didn't agree with her lifestyle and that hilarity ensued from there and the other thing about jerry springer it was filmed in chicago yep and my brother-in-law at the time had an office in the NBC building where it was filmed. So he would either be going in and out of the building or, you know, sitting outside having lunch. And he is like, you can't imagine the freaks walking around. Oh in my this building gosh. And everything going on. And he that... tried to avoid it. Oh, I would have like sat outside and had my lunch and just watched, <laughs> watch every people day come and go a hundred percent watch people come and go. And yep. it was, and you, you know, I mean, I remember thinking this can't possibly be real. This can't possibly be legit. And I mean, for everything I, that I know, it was so. Can I tell you in college, you know, when you're, you know, studying up late, literally my routine was, you know, after the news, you know, I'd watch or maybe it was even later than that. Springer would come on. Mm -hmm. Then Ricky Lake. And then Jenny Jones. And I would go on at like two in the morning on school <laughs> nights because I would every day watch all those talk shows. That's how yeah. crazy it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jenny Jones. Um, I remember Jenny Jones. I re- I wasn't crazy about Jenny. I never watched Ricky Lake. That wasn't for me. She wasn't. Yeah. So she was too well, tame. You know, that's that's an example of a copy of one of those. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually attended a Geraldo show. Really? I did in like '94. My first trip to New York. Got tickets to the Geraldo show. They filed us in, and they don't tell you what the topic is if you're ever an audience member. So I was just waiting for something just really awesome Good. to be the topic. And the topic was wacky weddings. And I'm like, oh. really? I give oh, all this away? And it's just people talking about crazy weddings they have. And I'm like, but I, I did we get We got my- married underwater with a scuba mask. Oh, it, it was, yeah. And then you yeah. got to clap. And I'm, there was nothing to clap for. To get my picture with Geraldo during a uh, commercial break, they actually stopped filming for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And he says, Does anybody want a picture? And I'm like, Sure. Came up into the audience, got my picture with him. There you go. And, That's uh, something. and it was free. You just have was to get this, your. Was this before or after he got hit in the face with a chair? Oh, this was after. Oh, really? That's why I wanted to go. Cause I'm like, Hey, I could get lucky. We could get another right. bro- broken nose of. And for those that don't know Geraldo Rivera, he did get his nose broken on TV. Yes. He, he thought it was a good idea to bring some uh, white supremacists on the stage with, you know, a couple African-Americans and a rabbi. And it uh-huh. did not work out very well. No, it went exactly as you thought it would go. And uh, it was great television. It doesn't. You know, the crazy thing for... about the crazy thing about Springer is they would actually allow people to fight. And I always oh, yeah. wondered, like. Can any of these people press charges because they got it on video? I wonder if they signed something and they can just. I'm going to guess that they had to have signed something because otherwise, what would be the incentive? What, you know, if anybody had half a brain, which I'm going to argue that right. a lot of those guests didn't, but let's just say that they did, they they would know that you couldn't do it. And I feel like they had to have had, you know, signed something that said, I'm not going to sue. I mean, know, there was more fighting. Member. There was more fighting than talking. Oh, they would get three words in and then uh, the next. And then know, they just unleash like, on each other. They're throwing haymakers at each other. And, you the know, fighting got so popular that the head security guard, Steve, got, got his, his own, own show. show. <laughs> show which was not as good Steve, but is it wilk no sir I'm, I'm getting his name wrong probably oh i don't remember his um that sound it's something like that yeah, yeah, steve, yeah. steve something i want to say wakos and i know that is really wrong but something and like that something interesting i don't know if you watch nbc nightly news with uh lester holt but he signs off lester. every you know what he says every night when he signs off be good to yourselves and each other yeah, and what did Jerry Springer say when he did his final thought, which was the funniest thing, because the show started serious, uh-huh. and the last minute, he would give a final thought. But the last and minute, he would have a, his his pensive final thought where he's, like, sitting on a stool against his brick wall, and he would, you know, what we learned here today is whatever the shit lesson was that we learned, and be good But to then yourselves. when they started just and turning it other. into... When they turned it into fights and everything, the place was pandemonium and it would be like my final thought. I'm like, what are you going to say about this? My final thoughts, be good to yourselves and each other. Other than this is good for ratings. Keep it up. Yep. Yep. And also don't forget 
that he was a mayor who paid for a hooker with a check. Just and he found his niche with the show letting the the uh Hoosiers of the world, and I'm not saying that in the Indiana way. Nope. Have a platform. Right. So you know what? Again, never give up on your dreams. Right there. That's Jerry right. Springer started That's out playing right. with for hookers with checks and became one of the most revered talk show hosts of all time. So uh rest in peace, Jerry. He um he died in April. He was 79. Apparently had pancreatic cancer and it went yep. very, very fast. So yep. um, so yeah, so that's Jerry. Um, the other one that I kind of wanted to chat about is um Lynn Goodman. And I won't talk about him too much because I know that you did not watch Dancing with the Stars. And I am a fair weather fan of Dancing with the Stars. I've watched several seasons of it. A lot of it has to do with the celebrities. And I'm going to use air quotes on that because you just never know what caliber celebrity you're going to get <laughs> on Dancing with the Stars. So a lot of it had to do with which celebrities were on and if I cared about them or not. But Lynn Goodman, um, he was the kind of curmudgeon old host um, I'm sorry, Judge. He was the Simon Cowell of the group. That is 100% correct. That is exactly what I was going to say. He was the Simon Cowell of the group. He was the one that would just textbook judge, you know, like everything. Like he was judging these celebrities like they'd been ballroom dancing since they were four. Um, and, you know, they learned the routine the night before, but whatever. Um but he was the judge that everybody loved to hate. He knew his part and he played it well. He he was a trained, you know, ballroom professional. This was something that he had been doing for decades. So it's not like he was just some, you know, idiot that they pulled off the street. Um, I mean, he definitely knew what he was talking about, but he leaned into that role of just mean old man judge um, and called it like he saw it. And sometimes it you know, worked out well. Sometimes it fell flat. Um, you know, I think it was, I'm pretty sure that it was um, Simone Biles that snapped back at him because he said something about smiling to her while she danced or performed. And she had a clap back to him about, you know, like, I don't, I don't feel like smiling or something like that, which, you know, everybody just was like, damn, but you know, I mean, she, was saying like what well, she's a competitor too you know this wasn't what she competes in all the time but she's a competitor so she was taking it seriously um but he passed away he too i think went very very quickly he passed away late april april 24th i think um and he had bone cancer so um i think it was a matter of that they had found it told him and he was gone very very quickly during covid he actually, when they were starting to revamp um, Dancing with the Stars and do recordings and stuff, they actually replaced him for a period of time because he couldn't fly. He was at home um, in England and he couldn't fly to LA. So they replaced him for a period of time. But I'm pretty sure that he was on this last season of Dancing with the Stars, which was only on Disney Plus and I didn't watch it. So for you diehard Dancing with the Stars fans, feel free to rip me a new one at our email 
um, celebrity death pool podcast at gmail.com because I'm sure I got that wrong. But anyway, Lynn Goodman dead at uh, 78. Okay, so let's go from one curmudgeony old man to another curmudgeony old man and talk about Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson couldn't get into heaven fast enough, uh, but he's sure to take a sweet ass time and wait until he was 93 to die. Um, that just wow. happened on June 8th. Yeah. You must be very religious. I'm so religious. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sarcasm. He um, actually, he ran for president once. Oh, I know. That's imagine had he won. Fuck. I, I mean, no, no. I mean, I'm playing I, I'm playing all my cards right here with my opinion of Pat Robertson. Um I heard somewhere and now it's going to kill me that I don't know where I heard this. I'm going to say it was a TikTok video, but in all honesty that doesn't sound right. But someone had said that they that somebody was calling in to like the Pat Robertson Foundation, whatever the hell it was. That it, what is it? 500 Club? 700, 700 Club. Thank you. <laughs> 500 Club. 500, 220, 221, whatever it takes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they, he, they were calling into the 700 Club and they were asking to speak with Pat Robertson and the receptionist kept telling him, you know, I'm sorry, he's he's passed away. He's not available. And then, you know, the person would hang up the phone and they kept calling back and doing this over and over and over again. Can I please speak to Pat Robertson? Um, I'm sorry, sir. He's dead. He's not available. You know, can somebody else help you? And so finally, the receptionist or HR or somebody said to this caller, listen, you've been calling now for however long you keep asking to speak with Pat Robertson. We keep telling you that he's dead why you know what what is it that you want what are you trying to accomplish you know like what else do you need what is this and he goes that's just it I'm just calling to keep hearing that you say he's dead over and over again because it's it's the best thing I've heard all day <laughs> <laughs> I just I, mean, I just thought that was a riot so I mean I know that he had a lot of followers I know that he had a lot of supporters um, I'm going to tell you that my opinion of him was that he was a bigoted, homophobic, racist, and honestly, whatever, you know, pretty, if, if, pretty much. if he believes in heaven and there is a God, then for his sake, I hope he got what he wanted and he is with his maker and that's fine. I, on the other hand, don't really give a shit where he is or where he ended up. We're moving on. So, Pat well, Robertson. To, to, light, to lighten the mood up, uh, we are watching The Righteous Gemstones on formerly HBO. I heard Max. it was great. Is it good? It, we really like it. So if you want to see more of Pat Robertson in his life, you probably <laughs> want to tune in to The Righteous Gemstones. It's really good. We're uh, really enjoying it. I'll give it a whirl. I um, My husband and I are uh, like halfway through the second season of White Lotus. And yes, I know we are behind the times. It's fine. Yep. We're playing catch up. Um, but we're halfway through that, but we are already talking about, well, what are we going to watch when we're done with this? So we will add yep. that to the queue Add okay. that to the queue. All right. So those are really the only big ones that I have. Oh, one that I very briefly want to mention 
I'm a survivor. I don't want to say super fan because I know that there are real super fans out there that are going to challenge me, but I'm going to say that I'm a pseudo super fan of survivor and Keith nail who was a fan favorite. He played twice. Um, he passed away in uh, just a, like a week ago, um, yep. had cancer, didn't say what kind of cancer that he had, but I really liked him. He was, he, he, he played by himself. I mean, like played as a competitor one season and then came back and played with his kid when they did um, a different kind of version of Survivor. And he was just, mm-hmm. he just seemed like a cool dude and real down to earth, kind of salt of the earth kind of guy. And so that one was a real bummer for me that he passed away. But anyway, so for Survivor super fans out there, Keith Nail is no longer with us. All right. Who do you got? Well, other than that, uh, we had the Iron Sheik, who, uh, unlike me not watching, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I did watch wrestling a lot when I was a kid, and the Iron Sheik is part of that original 80s crew with the I WWE. watched that, though. I, uh, I, was, I was an 80s wrestling it, girl. They, they used to pump the crowd up because he'd get Ugh. in the ring, and he would talk about how he's from Iran, and it's a better country, and then you'd have Hogan running running out the American hero. Right. You know, and then most people may not remember, but there was a feud between Hogan and the ultimate warrior when the warrior won the championship uh, to the point where even uh, Vince McMahon fired him for a little bit and then brought him back during a match where the iron sheet was fighting Hulk Hogan to get the world wrestling federation championship. And when he was about to, to pin Hogan, out comes the warrior reintroduced. <gasps> da, 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 da. <laughs> and Hogan and the warrior were friends to the end. But I was uh, obviously a big Hogan and Ultimate Warrior fan, as probably most young adolescent males at that time. Yeah, that was I. I was very much a wrestling fan at that time. In fact, um, I had a folder in my Trapper Keeper hand to God folder in my trapper keeper. That was Jimmy superfly snooker. That was my, that was a folder. I had a, my friend's dad ran into him at the airport once actually a friend of ours who you and I both know was out of town working out in Florida and the undertaker was in the gym working out with him. This was like within within the last year, but you know, the iron Sheik again, someone from my youth, big wrestler. He was even part of the, Saturday morning cartoon they did for a while. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, that was, was a big one. It was the Vladimir Volkov, the Russian, and the Iron Sheik. Those were the ones you were supposed to hate. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that was that was that was who we were taught that we were enemies against. So um That's right. Speaking of, did you ever watch did you watch Glow on Netflix? No. The you would probably really like it, actually. Um, it was the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Oh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone's mom ran it. Yes. But, no, this was a show. So this was a scripted show, and it had, um, crap, now I'm not going to think of her name. The girl that is on Community. Did you watch Community? Allison uh, Brie. Okay, so Allison Brie, the, the cute little brunette girl. She's in it. She's, like, the main girl but she's like a struggling actress and she's trying to like get famous or whatever and so she sees an ad for gorgeous ladies of wrestling 
and it's like the startup of it. It's got nothing to do with Sylvester Stallone's mom. She's not involved in well, the I show. Well, but... I, I thought you were asking about there is a documentary there about is. Glow. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Sylvester Stallone's mom like ran this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and there that, is that. But this is yeah. this is a scripted okay. show. And it's I think it's only like three seasons long because it butted up to COVID. And then I don't think it ever got picked up again. But it's really, really cute. Um, and as a wrestling fan, especially an 80s wrestling fan, you would probably really dig it because they lean into kind of the it's more, you know, the behind the scenes stuff of the girls writing the storylines and coming up with their characters and you know kind of like building who's gonna fight who and who should win and all that jazz it's very clever it's i i really liked it i was kind of bummed that it didn't get picked up for a four season but um yeah so anyway i digress tangent so all right who else you got anybody behind besides iron Sheik? and then i have treat williams who most notably for his starring role in the film adaptation of the Broadway musical Hair. Okay. And, uh, but he, he's one of those actors. He was in Empire Strikes Back. What? He was one of the rebel soldiers on Hoth. Am I supposed to know that? Come on. You probably wouldn't know it, but since I'm probably more knowledgeable on Star Wars than you, I know it. Oh, wow. Thumbs fighting words. <laughs> Thumbs is fighting words. Um, okay. He was and also he, in, he's what? got that face. He's got a face. He's like a character actor that I Absolutely. think if you saw his face, you would know, oh yeah, that dude. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, and you're he, right. He died he was, in a motorcycle accident. Motorcycle. He got hit by a motorcycle, which is terrible. He, I thought he was riding the motorcycle. Yeah. He right. was riding a motorcycle and someone hit him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at, at least one of the articles that I read said that when, rescue arrived he was alive and conscious and speaking um which is really sad because that means he was aware of what was happening and what was going on and then unfortunately succumbed to his injuries which sucks um but yeah so treat williams don't touch yourself okay all right anybody else or should we talk about points or should we talk about titan well, let's talk about the points and then we'll go talk about Titan since that's the biggest story here as of late. Right. All right. So points right now. Let's talk about Titan and we'll wrap it up with points because nobody we like okay. points. But let's let's talk about dead billionaires. Um let me ask you, Brad, if you were given an opportunity to encase yourself in a sinkable trash can. Powered by a game controller, would you do it? You know, speaking as a scuba diver, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, the you know, it's the whole situation is very sad on so many levels. What I found most interesting is the wife of the CEO of the company that took them down. Ocean Gate. Her name, Ocean Gate. Her name is. Oh, I think I know what you're going to tell us. Wendy Rush. Yep. Wife of Ocean Gate CEO Stockton Rush was also 
the great granddaughter of Isidore and Ida Strauss, who perished on the Titanic. And for those of you that remember the Titanic movie, they were represented as the couple that was hugging in bed as the water was rushing in underneath. Yep. So, I mean, now this, the wife. He owned Strauss. He owned Macy's. Wasn't that his thing? Strauss was the owner of Macy's. Right. Yep. So they like, they had, this is family money. (laughs) His, his wife has now had two tragedies related to the Titanic. Yeah. I mean, that alone maybe shouldn't be going down there. Okay, here's the thing, though. In fairness, in fairness, the first tragedy with her great, great people that she never knew, never met, didn't really care about, whatever, they were just getting on a boat. They were going on a boat. They were going on this amazing boat, and it was just supposed to take them. And unfortunately, mishaps and, you know, whatever, they hit an iceberg, shit happens, and they perish, okay? Her dipshit husband built... a giant propane tank that said, Hey, come on in here. You guys, I'm going to take you down to the bottom. I don't want to say that he had it come in, but I kind of feel like this is, this is Darwinism at its best. Like right here. I think this is natural selection. You're right. This is, this is Darwinism. Now I will say this before everybody comes at me and they, you know, like oh, human life is precious. And blah, blah, blah. I agree. I don't disagree with that. If anything, I feel so painfully bad for the 19 year old that went on this thing with his dad who was scared shitless to go. And anybody who's ever had a father has heard, Oh, come on, do it for dad. Come on, come on, do it for your pops. One, you know, it's a once in a lifetime chance to do fill in the blank. And this kid did it for his dad. And I feel bad for his, his mom. He did it as a father's day gift. Did it as a father's day gift. Got in a sinkable trash can and said i'm doing this for you pop scared out of his mind and i feel badly for him i feel badly for his mother who lost you know presumably two people in this i'm assuming that you know dad mom were still together i don't know i didn't do that much research but that that i feel most bad for him the rest of them no they are grown-ass men that knew what they were getting into (laughs) got in this fucking sinkable bucket and we're like yep let's go do let me look at the titanic on a screen because like there was one window that they could look out of that was this tiny little porthole so they were getting damn near the same experience that i get from the comfort of my couch watching it on my television but that's fine they're gonna get in a bucket i don't i the way i look at that is i mean I can understand. It would probably be pretty cool to see the actual Titanic, kind of like when I went to the 9-11 museum and you see actual pieces of the plane, mm-hmm. but the risk to get there. Now, what I thought was really interesting, I saw something from James Cameron. He has been down there 33 times. That's nuts. That's but just he, nuts. But he admitted that, you know, he goes in steel titanium and he said even those materials after it's gone a few times they get weaknesses and they almost have to redo them repair them or retire them and you know they went down in this shell covered by carbon fiber the only good news about this entire tragedy is the guys in the sub 
are still wondering what happened because it happened so instantaneously. Yeah. Yep. They didn't feel a thing, which I guess is better than wondering if they're sitting at the bottom of the ocean with no power, cold, hungry, with one toilet, and you're running out of air by the minute. So it's, right. you know, I guess it's, and James Cameron said they knew on Sunday what happened. Now, everybody was speculating and they did the search, but the reason why it didn't come out right away is they wanted the evidence because you can't just make that speculation and it takes time to get the boats and the rovers and the right. submarines out there. But he said they knew on Sunday what had happened. They just wanted to confirm it. And I will assume at some point in the future, we will walk into a museum and there will be five big chunks of what used to be a propane tank that was the sub. <laughs> I'll bet it'll end up in a like the Titanic Museum or something like that. Something. I, it will probably be somewhere because someone will want to see it. And that's fine. Yep. You know, I mean, like I we're hosting a podcast about celebrities dying. So I am not here to judge what somebody wants to look at or see with regards to death or the afterlife or whatever. So but you're 100 percent right. It will it'll be somewhere that somebody's going to make 10 bucks off of so that somebody can go see it and go, Oh, that was the trash can that blew up in the ocean. Um, have you ever, have you ever heard about the Titanic conspiracy theory? Ooh, what's that? Speaking of uh, the great grandparents, we know I that, love a good conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the great grandparents, as you said, were owners of Macy's. Right. And they had some, very wealthy dignitaries on the boat uh aster you know to name a few mm -hmm. and i saw a video and i'm sure you can google it pull it up on youtube where they said at the time that jp morgan and a few other very wealthy people were supposed to go on the boat around the time they were trying to get the federal reserve bank established they are the ones that wanted one central bank obviously probably more control of the money and it was a bunch of families, including the Macy's family, that didn't want to have a central bank. And at the last minute, J.P. Morgan and a bunch of these other friends that were supposed to go didn't go on the Titanic. And the Titanic sank. And as you know, there were some very wealthy people that were killed as a result. And I want to say it's two months later, the Federal Reserve was formed. Whoa. Now, I have not fact-checked any of this. I guess I <laughs> should start digging like, when When did the Federal Reserve start? When did this person die? Who voted on it? And to see if they were supposed to be on the Titanic. But I have to tell you, that's a pretty wild story if that is actually what happened. I love the fact that we're reporting news. This just in from TikTok. <laughs> and not even fact-checked, but we're going to tell you anyway. I support that. I'm fine with that. You know what? If that if that is true, or even if portions of that are true, ah, uh, I would believe it. I mean, just add that to the list of the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. You know, 9-11 even. They're, they're saying that they knew and Bush knew and the buildings came down in a controlled implosion. I mean, I know most of them probably aren't true, but when you take a step back, it's like, uh-oh, I'm kind of seeing a pattern here. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, now I'm like, going to now I'm like going to be in a rabbit hole tonight. Well, like the 9/11 conspiracy theory is that 
uh, Rumsfeld lost like three trillion dollars, right? And they were going to start talking about that. Nine uh, eleven happens, and oh. guess where all the news went? Mm-hmm. I'm again. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy theory. That would be a lot of people to keep a pretty darn big secret. But also, just you know, before they shut us down, um, everybody needs to make sure that they Google and find images of the air quote. <laughs> plane that hit the pentagon because i'm going to tell you right now it wasn't a plane i don't care what you tell me there was not a plane that hit the pentagon it was a missile that's the end of the sentence if that's the last word i think say thank you everybody for listening <laughs> to the celebrity death podcast. so you know it's either too many coincidences or you know yeah something, something's going on with the uh Someone behind the scenes, we're not as in control as we think we are. What the Illuminati is what they call it. Oh yeah, it's the Illuminati. Yeah. There you go. It's it's up and up and active. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, that was fun. What else should we talk about? Do we have any other de- deaths that we need to talk we'll about? Talk Robert about Blake died. Oh, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. Okay, so. I mentioned earlier that Sarah Jane is tied for first place. She actually had Tina Turner as her wine house. And so she got 20 points for Tina. So she skyrocketed from zero to hero. And now she's tied for first place with Paul. Um, Paul actually had, I'm going to butcher this name. I know that I'm going to butcher this name. Ryuchi Sakamoto. Oh, you mean the guy that invented uh, technical DJ music? Oh, I know who he is. The godfather of electronic pop. And no, you don't, but that's cute. Um, Yeah, so he had him, which, hey, whatever. Kudos to him for being able to know how to Google more stuff than I do. Because he had him. He was the only one that had him. So he got 10 points for it. Um, But he also was the only one that had... um, Ted Kaczynski, otherwise known as the Unabomber. And so Paul is also sitting in first place with 20 points. Um, Ted Kaczynski, did you know that his brother turned him in? Yep. Isn't that interesting? It is. I mean, do we have him like a plaque or some sort of like, did he get a reward? Do we give his brother something? Because I feel like he should get something for that. If you know someone who happens to be a terrorist or a serial killer, it's probably a good idea. To, it's best for them and society to turn them in. I mean, you would think. On a, another note, um, there's also conspiracy theory about Timothy McVeigh not actually being the only bomber at the Oklahoma City thing and that they're that the FBI knew that that was going to happen as well. Hey, I'm telling you, you string all these together. Just saying. Wasn't it, I think, and I may be getting this wrong. <laughs> there was something big that happened during Clinton's presidency where it was like the day that the Monica Lewinsky thing was supposed to be depoted or come Monica out. Monica Lewinsky. No, but I'm wondering, was it, was it the Oklahoma City Wasn't bombing? that Oklahoma City? Because that would have been it, 94. As it I wasn't mean, that him? I don't know if that was the incident, but literally, like there was something presidential that he that was going to happen that could really hurt him about the Lewinsky, and then some major story happens and you don't hear about it. All right, hang on. I'm Googling. 
Bill Clinton was president from 1993 to 2001. Oklahoma City bombing. I thought it happened in 94. Oh, no, that happened in 95. April of 95. So it was, that probably was it. So it's kind of, it's just kind of funny that you have these like big things in government, but then something really bad will happen to distract. It's like, no, 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 look over here. So are these coincidences or is there something more going on? Right. Hold on just a second here. I'm on Google and I don't know if this is, this has got to be a joke. Yeah, it's, you're going down the rabbit hole. No, 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 no. It just, it says here, Jeremy Renner died. Uh, as we're recording, it broke. Well, hold on a second. I'm going to see if this is legit or not, because I think this is fake. Well, I think it would be, but the only way to know for sure is to go to our trusty friends online. Let's see what TMZ has to say. Oh, here it's fake. Okay. never mind. Breaking news. Jeremy Renner, not dead. Uh, nope. Because TMZ is reporting that only one on theme for Barbie <sighs> press. Everyone else missed the memo. Oh, yep. All right. All right, breaking news, Jeremy Renner still alive. All good. How, how cool would that be if we found out someone like wow. died while we're recording? We could have a breaking news segment. I mean, that was pretty exciting. Never mind the fact that it takes me, you know, like a day and a half to edit this and then, you know, upload it. But yes, breaking news. <laughs> Trust me, you will know before we do, even though we call it breaking news. <laughs> breaking news, Jeremy Renner still alive. Okay, so anywho. Um, in second place, we have Beth, um, Beth with, uh, five points. She also had Tina Turner, but because she splits it with Sarah Jane, she only gets her five points. And then we have four that were put on the board with the passing of Harry Belafonte. So they all got a handful of points and they're all now on the board. So that's another Beth. We actually have two Beths that are playing. So this is another Beth. We have Joanne, Max, and Megan all now on the board with two and a half points. So, I mean, it's June. Um, I am probably later this week going to be sending out the announcements, letting folks know that it will be open enrollment. So that will be their time for us that play the game. Open enrollment is a window of time where if you did have anybody that has passed away, you can now fill their empty slot with a new name. Um, so if you are playing really well and you've lost a couple of people, you now have a chance to get more points by filling those slots. Um, it's also a chance. Or if what? you're not playing very well, be very careful when you start removing names from the list. Cause I got to tell you, yes, people aren't getting younger and some of them aren't getting better, but you're only putting somebody on at open enrollment, swapping someone out. If you know something, if you know what's going on. So it is an opportunity for you to switch out names, to take people off the list and add new people to the list. I will tell you that when Valerie Harper was diagnosed with brain cancer um, or brain tumor or whatever the hell, I don't remember what it was. It's a brain tumor, right? Yeah. Um, when she was diagnosed with that, I am pretty sure that that happened like three days before open enrollment and everybody put them, put her on their list. And then she hung on for like another year and a half. So again, be smart with your picks, but that will be coming out pretty soon. We still have half a year to go. So, you know, I know that we say it every time, but 
know, I mean, there's a lot of road to travel here, so anything could happen. Um, anything. I know it's, 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 it's still anyone's game, even though we've got points on the board. Let me tell yeah. you, it's come down to December 31st at 11.59 sometimes. Truth. That is, and that's not an exaggeration. So it could still happen here too. So with that, um, I think we did a pretty good job on our little recap here. And I hope that we don't take another three months to record another session. We've got stuff to talk about. You've been to a Hollywood cemetery now. I've been to a Hollywood cemetery. Oh, yeah. We want to talk about some celebrity graves that we've seen. Um, I actually found a really cool Facebook page that I want to talk about. So we've got stuff to talk about. And you know what? People keep dying. So we might talk about those things too. That's right. <laughs> so um, with that, if you've got questions, if you've got things that Brad and I need to answer, if you want to yell at us for something, that's cool too. Correct, correct us for anything we're saying wrong. Right. Because I'm going to but. That half of what we just said is incorrect, but that's okay. Let us know where we right. can correct things. Um, you can reach us at celebritydeathpoolpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Celebrity Death Pool Podcast. You can also find our Facebook game page at Celebrity Death Pool. We are the Celebrity Death Pool with the celebrity headstones on our banner page. So follow along and play with us there. And um, that's all I've got. So, Brad, thank you for hanging out with me today. Let's not uh, wait so long. and do, We'll do it again, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mm-hmm.